Welcome to the All Manner of Things podcast. You're listening to the Monthly Manor of December 2019. Hi, my name's Peter. And I'm Shandell. And you are listening to... All manner of you know, things. When you say you are listening, it sounds like it's like easy listening. You are listening, You're listening to, to the drive show. No, not the drive show. The late night, late night jazz. Yeah, perhaps <clears throat> one where you fall asleep on the car and you know, on the drive back. From and they play all their like yeah. Barry White type all, music. All the ones that just keep on going on and on and on. You know, scat jazz. Type thing. <laughs> Oops, if we're stepping on anyone's toes there. <clears throat> but uh, what a What are you talking about? You like listening to scat jazz. I, I, I scat myself a little bit, you know, <laughs> in the kitchen while I'm, you know, making dinner. Scat. <laughs> you do realise this is going on the internet where anyone can listen to it. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> anyway, nothing wrong with scat. Just like there's nothing wrong with a quiet month of board games, which is what's happened in December. So what happened was we start started off the month with the goal or the ambitious idea that we would be able to play Zombicide Black Plague. Mm. And as which, we mentioned last yeah. month, yeah. some of the problems with that are it's a longer game yep. and for us we don't generally have enough time to get it all played in one session so it requires us to play it over a few sessions which is usually over a few days. The other problem is it's a bigger uh, footprint and it takes up most of the table it's, while it's in progress. It's quite daunting when you have all the expansion boxes or most expansion boxes it's one of those things where it will take you a night just to set up the game that you think you might want to play. And in our case, we actually made up a map yeah. on the fly. So it, it so took a little bit of work on that behalf. Yeah. So what the game became was several sessions because the yeah. first session was just setting it up and deciding what we were going to do and then another session to play and then I think it was three sessions in total to play. Yeah. So yeah. even though it was only that game, it was spread out. And not only that, like I said, it takes up all the table. So we, we got it out to play and then we had to pack it up again before we even got a chance to play it and then we had to get it out again. So, you know. Keep going, keep going. That that yeah. that um, alarm you hear in the background is there's nothing. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'll be able to hear it. At least no, no. Anyway, the moral of the story is we only played one game this month, mm. but it was Zombieside Black Plague. It was the random game picked for us last month, and it was also the game we happened to be in the mood for playing, which was great because we enjoyed it. Yes, very much so, and. For just a random game, look, I had a basic idea of what did I want to achieve with this style. We, we have the Black Plague and Green Horde expansions, among others. And what I kind of wanted was a bit of a castle theme because that's the Black Plague, but also have like a tower with a blister on top. And a courtyard, or oh, sorry, like the outside area of marshes and groves and, and hedges where the zombies would kind of 
you know, storm in to that castle. And it didn't quite feel the way that I wanted it to feel, but it was a very successful game. Yeah. Very enjoyable. Yeah. And we had, well we had still, considering it was just random, well, kind of half random car, what should I say, map tiles laid out. Yeah. yeah. We had um, Pete set it up. Pete created the map. That's what he's talking about here. He set it up so that our objective was to get both of the vault weapons. And like he said, he had half of the map or more than half of the map. We did a, a three by two map. Yeah, so it was relatively small considering a lot of the other maps they give you a... A a, three-by-three. A three-by-three. But I wanted that in tight, intense game and I didn't want it to drag out for too long. So when you had the zombies spawn, I wanted them pretty much on your doorstep. So there was the two two outside tiles were one thing and then... How do I describe this? So two outside tiles and then next to that was the two tiles, first two tiles of the castle and then next to that was the next two tiles of the castle. So we had like four tiles to make up the castle and the zombies come in on the other one. What he did was put the two vault entrances outside in the garden. So we had to get outside to where the zombies were spawning and creating this horde essentially so that we could find the vault weapons and it's – it was very tricky when it was so safe and calm inside the castle. You didn't want to go out there to get them, but that was the objective of the game. And Absolutely, then you had to get yeah, back into it. the corner of back corner of the castle to the exit. So I think the one thing that I failed for me didn't. I wanted to be a bit more of a defend the castle theme, and it didn't quite work on that level. But it did work on the level of, as you said, get out of the castle to have an objective, get out of the castle, face the enemy head on and then race back in to exit. So Yeah. It was good. And it was, it was and good. it was yeah. it did put us off. Where the vault entrances were, like it were like, oh, we can't quite get there yet. So we kept like going forward and then retreating back and going forward and retreating back because mm, we weren't mm. didn't have enough people. We weren't ready. We didn't have the right weapons or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. And yeah, so it worked really well in that regard. I think the the one thing that made it a little bit – well, there's two things. Two things that made it a little bit too easy. Yeah, the ballista. Um, the ballista. The ballista, yeah. Um, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Balliste or I don't know. I think it's a ballista. Anyway, it was positioned quite nicely <coughs> on top of the tower so that we could shoot out from the castle, which was the idea. The problem was it was aimed straight at the spawn point and we had one of our abominations for this game. We chose to play with the Necromantic Dragon – which is from No Rest, uh, for, no the rest for the Wicked expansion. Yeah. So we choose to play with this dragon, but where he landed every single time was right in line with Ballista, and the Ballista was one of the weapons that could kill him every single time. In fact, it was the only weapon that could kill him every single time. His vulnerability changed otherwise, but that weapon was fine, and he was straight in line for it every time he landed on the board. So we pretty much killed him as soon as he came out every time, and that was that made it a bit easy. The fact that we were so well set up to take him out. Uh, So we did decide we are going to try and play this map again and we decided we're going to put the ballista pretty much right on the other side of the castle. So if you want to use it from that advantage, you have to drag it all the way there. And the other thing that made it a little bit too easy, and I think I may have mentioned this when we did review Green Horde, is there are too many Enter the Horde cards. So... We played, we didn't actually play with 
orcs. We played with normal walkers and runners and fatties. But we made our own rule that just like with the horde, when you're playing with the orcs and everything, every time you add, say, a couple of orc walkers to the board, one always gets added to the horde. So we were still playing that rule where you add one to the horde, even though the cards didn't say you had to do that. But the horde kept coming out too frequently so it never had the opportunity to build up to be a really big horde and also when the enter the horde card is played you stop spawning zombies for the rest of the round so it was stopping us from spawning more zombies in other zones actually worked in our advantage yeah Yeah. it actually made it easier so that's one thing i would change playing it again is i'd probably take out half the enter the horde cards and not just for this map just for any time i'm playing with the horde again i think there's just too many into the horde cards. The other thing that we played with the No Rest for the Wicked and with the horde box was the Spectral Walkers, which our first time playing with those guys, and the Fatty Bursters. And I did like both of those. Yes, although we read the rules wrong for the Spectral oh, Walkers. Which I would be happy reading it wrong. Yeah, because they were really challenging when you when they read them wrong. And because we had such an easy, somewhat easy map layout that will be changing, it made it a lot more fair and more, you know, intense. Yeah. So they the thing that we read wrong is they can be killed by magic weapons, like combat spells. Yeah. And you got combat spells from the start. We didn't read that part and we thought they could only be killed by... Vault weapons. Vault weapons. So we were thinking we have to wait until we get into the or the ballista. Or the um, magic weapons that yes. required you to be above a blue to, to use. Yes, the magic weapons. I think they're from the Wolfsburg expansion. Mm. Just to draw on all the expansions. <laughs> um, but we... So we thought we had to find these specific weapons before we could kill them or just kill them with the ballista. And that was making them tricky because no one could get near them because we didn't have these weapons. And it was like, whoa. But when they can be killed by normal magic spell, they're not as scary. You thought they could walk through walls. They can't walk through walls. I I thought that would be really cool if they could walk through walls. Because they're like ghosts, ghost zombies. Yeah, ghost walkers. I thought, awesome. you know, I thought there was something to do with when you killed a normal zombie, it came back as a spectral walker or something. That'd be pretty cool too. Yeah, when I was when I originally heard about them, I'm not sure, but anyway, they're not as scary as they sound. <clears throat> Ghost no. zombies. Ghost zombies sounds sound scary, but yeah, they're not exactly. as scary as they sound. What else do we play with in that one? So we we took a photo of the map after we played when we set it up. Just we took a photo of it to let ourselves know how to play next time. We've added an extra spawn point to what we had inside mm. the castle. So mm. we had one spawn point inside the castle because it was too easy. No, yep. because we wanted we wanted to be fighting some zombies before we went outside. But because it was too easy, we've added a second spawn point inside the castle along with the three spawn points outside the castle. Um, and we also moved the ballista to the other corner. We've took a photo of it then so that we know how to set it up for next time we want to play. We're going to put that online at some stage so that if you guys are interested in playing our map, you can have a go at it. Actually, another thing now that I think about it that made it a little bit easier is we didn't have enough necromancers. We, yeah. we yeah. Were, it, it had been a while since we played and we got a little bit confused when we set up and we only put one necromancer in and that wasn't enough. 
Yeah, we ended up going through the entire um, what, villain deck. I don't know what you'd call it. Yellow card deck. Yeah, the zombie deck. Zombie I don't draw know, deck. I'm not sure. Whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah, zombie draw deck at least once. So, And that was quite a thick deck. Because we weren't playing, because we weren't killing enough zombies, because we didn't have enough zombies coming out, we weren't killing enough zombies because we weren't killing enough zombies, the danger level wasn't getting high enough because the danger level wasn't high enough, less zombies were coming out. Yeah. Because there was a lot of, like the Necromantic Dragon and the Fatty Bursters, if you're only in the blue danger level, they you dope. draw their cards and it's just nothing in sight. Yeah. So we were drawing a lot of their cards at the start and nothing was happening. So luck of the draw, a few other things, move, yeah. adding extra spawn points, whatnot. It's I think it will be a nice balance and I'll be keen to, if you do play it, if you just so happen to have all the expansions that we have, it'd be great to hear your feedback on that. And if we play again, we'll probably play different, more necromancers, different necromancers, maybe more abominations just for fun because we only played with the two. We played with I'd the like fatty bursters and the, the dragon. With the rats as well. Yeah. Maybe that... Creepy zombie unicorn. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we've played with that before and it was actually really vicious. It's very vicious. Not as bad as the bomber bunny. A bomber bunny. Maybe we should play with that. We haven't played that, with that yet. That if, if he gets you dead, that's it. Yeah. That's as simple as that. I, I just don't like that one. I just think it's a little bit too vicious. But anyway, we'll see how we go. It depends on whether or not you play these these missions where you only win if everyone survives. Now we, a lot of the ones in Black Plague do have that requirement, but not all of them. I think some of them, if you lose one or two characters, but you still get the I, mission done, I you win. Like, I like the idea if you lose anyone, because it's a co-op. If you yeah. lose someone, game However, right it's up. a co-op where we play three characters each. So if yeah. we lose a character each and we still, yeah, we still we... succeed... I think that should count as a win. Anyway, that's all the games we played last month because Christmas and... We actually got um, colds each as well. Yeah, even though we have the beautiful warm Australian summer for this time of year, we both managed to get colds. And that's it. Speaking of Christmas, I just, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah or whatever holidays you celebrate We're gonna have an amazing 2020 we yep. had an amazing 2019 we're looking forward to the possibilities of this year Absolutely. speaking of which kickstarter yes we have put in a pledge for a new kickstarter oh we've it was successful we've paid, well, we've paid. we haven't just pledged we've paid we've paid do you want to tell us a bit about it uh the kickstarter is called five minute mystery did i get that right yeah. Yeah. It's by the same people who did Five Minute Dungeon. And it just looks like a fun party game that has a little bit of a puzzleness to it and high replayability. Yeah, the fact that it's five location. you know, it's five minutes with a timer, so yeah. there is no going over that. It's just the frantic trying to solve this mystery quickly with a group of people. It just it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. We don't own Five Minute Dungeons, so we don't know anything I've about that. I've things about it. I really yeah. have. So I'm very curious to see whether they can back this up and uh, quite excited about the, the possibility. And it's got a little, is it called a codex? A little little round thing that you put line the symbols up and then it gives you a 
a clue, clue yeah, that leads you on that, to another that, yeah, that potential person that could be... Exactly, lets you know who the suspects are or whatever. Specifics of how to play are not completely clear to me at this point, but the, it looks the like videos, fun. The video sold us. We, we were quite happy yeah. to have pledged it. It wasn't a massive amount of money as well, given the yeah. fact that we've played, we've actually pledged in the past three times that amount. So yes. we we're quite happy to to support this uh, little game and very excited to see when it actually arrives on our doorstep, which should be twenty twenty one. I think <laughs> September. Okay, twenty twenty. So bit of a wait. But still, um, one of those things where the anticipation sometimes can be actually better than the game itself. So, And speaking of waiting, we are still waiting for Tiny Epic Tactics and Dig Em Out. Yeah, Tiny Epic ta- Tactics. Tiny Epic Tactics. Tiny Epic Tactics. My goodness. they um, That game should be coming to us on the 7th of January. Got a mail notification saying that that's where it, where it's at. So I know people in America have already received it. Yes, and uh, I'm very excited for them. And very, I'm sure people in I'm Australia very, very happy for them. <laughs> They've got it before us in Australia. But I was going to say I'm sure people in Australia in capital cities have it as well. But as we discovered recently, if you don't live in an Australian capital city, you are counted as rural. Yes, for post. And deliveries, and therefore things take a lot longer. That being said, it's also across Christmas and New Year's, a lot of Christmas cards go out, and um, imagine that a lot of Christmas packages as well go through. So I'm sure the mail companies are quite busy. Anyway, don't dig them out. Do you know when we're getting that one? I know that they had an email that came through a few weeks back, this is testing my memory, where they said that they were thinking it could be the start of this year, but it might be a small delay due to the fact that people are taking break across Christmas and they didn't realise that was going to happen in, in France. So they were very informative with <laughs> us telling us that there were going to be a break. So The people in France not take time off over... Well, they, they hadn't budgeted for that, so there's going to be a little bit more of a delay. It wasn't going to be massive. I still think it's going to be possibly in February. Okay, that's that's all right. I'm more excited about uh, Dig Your Way Out. Is it Dig Your Way Out? I called it Dig Em Out. It's been so long. It's been so long <laughs> since I've seen it. Either way, Dig Out Game, out game um, that I am with Tiny Epic. I don't know. That's just That's because it's different and we've had tiny epics before. Yeah, so true, true. This dig out is something new, it's something exciting, it's something fun. It's a completely different theme. theme. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm really, really enticed by this theme. So that's where our – apart from that, we haven't purchased any games. It's just been – Well, we did. Stuff we did. We saw, oh, we did for Christmas presents. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We bought a lot of Exit the Games for people for Christmas this year and we hope because that, that we will be invited over to help them exit whatever they need to exit. But <laughs> we're, not, we're not holding out hope, but it would be fun. Yeah, very great. It's just a great game. And we've reviewed awesome it Christmas presents. Yeah. It's good well, price we, for, for what you – because you can buy – Lots of copies and it was almost guaranteed a great night for that person. Yep. 
And one person opened it and just had the biggest smile. Our nephew had just had the biggest smile on his face when he saw it. And he was like, thank you. So we're like, yeah. Awesome. Nailed it. <laughs> okay. And I think that brings us to the only other thing we have to do for this podcast, which is random game that we're going to be playing in January. We are. We do already have... City of Spies sitting on the table at the moment. I was about to say, yeah. We're thinking of going and playing that after we finish recording this, but. We'll see how we go for time. We'll probably end up just. Going to bed. Putting out the the board, reading the instructions and then going to bed. Yep. It's a game we haven't played before. It's what, I think the last game from that epic hall that we got that we haven't actually played. So we don't know, but learned how to play it. But the rest of them we have. So it's time to get new games. Okay, so random game for for January 2020 is Exit the Game. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> you can't really say that we can play that game again. No, no. That's an awkward one to put in your collection because it is just a once-off. So random game of January 2020 is... Dominion, intrigue. Intriguing. Yeah, I could do that, play that game again. Yeah, it's, it's a good. They're very basic deck builder. It's a very it's, core, it's your gateway style of deck builder. It's also very Euro style in that there's no real take that to it. Well, okay. The original Dominion is very just working on your own engine and working on your mm, own thing mm. and, and everyone potting away. No one starts at the ground level exactly the same and they yep. just build their own, their own way. Yeah. Intrigue does have a little bit more sabotage that you can do to other people, but it's that working on your own as opposed to other deck builders which have a lot of, which can be fighting and can be, just fighting, really. That's yeah, all I was yeah. going to say. You can be fighting and taking each other on. No, I'm very excited about playing that next, this month. Uh, I can't wait and um, we'll get back to you with how we all we went. Yep, with that and City of Spies at least. Hopefully more than that this month though. You've been listening to the All Manner of Things podcast. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us podcast at allmannerofthings.com or alternatively you can visit our website at www.allmannerofthings.com thanks for listening bye